Hello, and welcome to Weary Dads. I'm your host, PJ Weary, with my co-host. Co, co, that's me, Pete Weary. Um, I'm excited today. You know why? Why are you excited, Coach? Because today is Saturday. Mm-hmm. So that helps us. We're taking a Saturday morning and investing in people. And so uh, I just quickly want to say Saturday in the park. I think it was the 4th of July. Great Chicago June, song. You're going to go with it? June. But I, I'm June. singing the song. Uh, I, I, yes. And our sponsor today is another drink. But this one really pushes me over the hump because it's good. It's the Perrier L'Orange. Perrier. But it's L'Orange. And for those of you who have maybe heard this, I'm French. So I really there you go with the Perrier and L'Orange. And actually, I have thought about this. I think I'm going to write bubbly. I'm going to write Perrier in which everyone gets behind us. Yes. We're going to advertise them and we'll every buy, time. We'll buy exclusive. No, for no, those of you who are wondering they're going to give exclusive. For those of you wondering what uh, L'Orange means, uh, you know, for our Central Florida listeners, it's L'Orange. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you can't pluck this from a tree, though. Yes, okay. that's fair. That's fair. And by the way, we drive to church. We drive anywhere. We see those trees. Oh, yeah. No, I love it. There's a nursery near us that has... But they do a really good job. They have some really thriving trees. So. They, thriving. Thriving. Uh, speaking of fruiting trees, yeah. uh, so we've talked about manhood. We did two episodes on that. Mentoring. We did two episodes on that. Yes, and we did. finally, we're talking about maturity. We're doing two episodes on that. And you and I both, I feel like for who you are and your age, you're mature. You know, it's I'm that not. kind of, it's that kind of illusion. I'm not. <laughs> Those kind of illusions that we talked about in disillusionment. Yeah. <laughs> so, so um, you and I talking about maturity in real life, and I talk about non-Christian uh, walk. It's a struggle. It's a real struggle. But we're talking about spiritual maturity, which we all know leads to character maturity and stuff. So looking forward to doing this subject. Well, and I think that's a great place to start oh, is goody. this idea of us Segway. being mature, <laughs> right? Um, what does it mean for us to be mature? And it's like, oh, you're making claims to, I am a spiritually mature sure, Christian. Yeah, when, that's, and one of the issues we have, and this is funny because this kind of goes back to even, um, you know, Growing up with the King James, the word perfect would come up a lot in which the means, text, which just means complete. Or and so mature. Mature. Right. And so when you talk about this sort of thing, uh, it's not that you're perfect and it's not that you ever stop. It's uh and you you and I love this, you want to talk about being Christ-like. And I think that is a great uh target that we're constantly searching after Christ. Uh, the metaphor, the word picture I want our um, listeners to understand is that maturity is to be a tree that bears fruit. And is always growing. Always growing. But there comes a point where the tree becomes mature and it's bearing fruit as it should and the growth slows. And that's where I think like that's when you know a tree is mature. And that tree can have diseases, that tree can have issues, it can have dead branches that need to be pruned. But there's a big difference between a tree that's bearing fruit and a tree that's not bearing fruit. So, I don't know why this came to my mind while you're talking, but it's uh -oh. never like, yeah, it's never like we attain 
perfection. Or, but we do retain information that is helping us to grow and we do sustain our walk. Yeah. So it's um, consistent and driven by uh, Christ-likeness. And I really wish I could come up with another word that would rhyme with attain, sustain, and retain. But there's got to be one because, um, and it's not profane. Uh, or but, complain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But the way when you were talking, I was like, yeah, boy, this, you'll never attain it, but you do have to sustain your walk. You have to refrain from different yes. things. Um, and even your mind needs to be, ooh, here we go, retrained daily. I die daily. And, you know, when I get on these rolls, everybody doesn't like them when I preach, so I'm good with that. But, boy, I, I am, man, I have to refrain from my own self. I'm putting Christ first. And basically, I love the image of the tree, but we're talking about Christ's likeness. Yes. Being like Christ. Yes. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Uh, and the, the reason I, I, I mentioned the tree is because it gives us this organic picture Whereas sometimes when we think of Christ, we think of him in his fullness. Uh, yeah. It's just like it, it, there's communicable and there's incommunicable traits of Christ. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, I'm never going to be Christ, right? But I can become more and more like Christ. That's where you talk about theosis, divine participation. It's like this is in, uh, I believe it's first Peter says you participate in the divine nature. Mm, that's really good. It um, is. And so that's, that's, is. that's powerful, right? Um, and I, I, but what I don't want is for people to come away from this and be discouraged. An interesting thing, and this is just a side note, is that you can be a mature Christian and then you can lose that kind of state, right? You can, and that's why I Backtrack. think a backsliding yep. Christian is, is someone who you are producing fruit and then you can have trees that become so diseased, they let disease come up that they really stop. good illustration. Yeah. That disease of bitterness or that disease of hurt, that disease of anger, it takes a Sin. root yes. in you and then thus changes who you are. Um, I love when Paul says, I think it's in Corinthians where he says, be imitators of me. So he said, do what I do. Yes. Act like I do as I am of Christ. Yes. So it's still Christ likeness. And that would go to the importance of maturity. And then thus that maturity allows you to mentor and reflect manhood. Yes. So this is a big deal. And I, I love that because we talked in the manhood section about finding an example. And I think everyone should find an example besides Christ, but no one should have, uh, you should always have Christ as one of your examples, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's good to find someone who's like, uh, that when you talk about your gifts, you want to be like that person. They give you that idea of what it looks like. But Christ is always that ultimate grounding of what it looks like to be a mature Christian. To me, I mean, that's literally to be a Christian is to be a little Christ. Mm -hmm. And so I, I love that because what, whatever we're talking about here and we're, we want to talk about the fruits of the spirit. And that is that, you know, fruiting tree idea. These are just concepts that we are pulling from Christ's life. Right. So when we talk about Galatians 5. And I, I love that you wanted to go there. 22 and 23. The fruit of the spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control against such there is no law, right? And these are all things that Christ showed. And, but it doesn't, they don't exhaust Christ. Christ gives us a fuller picture. And so uh, what we have to do, and this is why I just, I've always been more drawn to the uh, Johenan, uh, you know, John's 
corpus of works. Um, is it, I think it is more relational and often more philosophical. That's my bent. Jesus says, abide in me. Mm. And that's where it starts. So even when we talk about, like we're talking about trees and, you know, I, I think we're taking that from like Psalm one, um, blessed is the man, you know, um, walk not in the counsel of ungodly, stand in the way of sinners, nor sit in the seat of scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. And, and in, in his, his law, he meditates, doth, doth he meditate, and he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water. And so that's good. But I think there's the, they're very similar, slightly different. And this is where the Christ likeness comes in. We are told to abide in Christ as branches in the vine. Right. And so uh, whether it's, we see Christ as the, the earth and the water, the bread of life, like this, just like overflowing life, like all of these different pictures, your life. And I mean that from an every single facet of it, yeah, yeah, your good, life good. starts from Christ, whether that's literally, he's the one who sustains the universe. You know, we see that in Colossians. Well, you're a new life in Christ. I have new life in Christ. It's the beginning. And then you just said it. Yes. He's not only creator, he's sustainer. That's Colossians one. Well, that's not just talking about the world. It's the work of grace he's doing in you. Yes. And if we don't respond. Yes. And let's carry that to the Galatians five passion passage because the last one is self-control in hmm. proverbs you know i love this verse proverbs 25 28 he that hath no rule or control over his own spirits like a city that is broken down and without walls and you pushing that into my life has been a constant and good rebuke my entire well, and life I struggle with self-control <laughs> so this is really good uh and the reason you have walls is not hmm. to keep people in it's to keep the enemy out right right so how do it's not really self-control um it's spirit control back right. to what galatians it's a fruit of the spirit is right. self-control and when you have self-control you'll evidence love joy and we'll we'll break those down in the second podcast right um about maturity but this is a big deal christ likeness allowing the spirit to reign um and that is a natural everyday rub mm. a rub with my spirit and the holy spirit my plants, way or oh, God's way? Go ahead. My apologies. No, no apologies um, needed. Plants grow slowly. It's an organic process, right? It is a day-to-day -day thing. And one of this has been a big passion of mine, even as I've looked at uh, attempting any work in philosophy, is to take more biblical models and biblical metaphors to think in terms of, to think like that instead of, okay, we're these individuals and we, we often think in like in these boxes, like this is mine and this is outside me, you know, and it's been very helpful for our society, but it tends to be very individualistic. It tends to be um, very, uh, it, it doesn't recognize the organic nature of what we are and what we are supposed to be. And I think that's a really big part of this. Um, kind of, so a good example is we, we like to break our life into different parts. And so I want to come back to this is that Christ gives us life in every single facet of that life. So your cultural life, our, our culture, whatever our frustrations with that, Christ is the answer for that. You know, he, we have to bring every thought into captivity with Christ. He, Christ is the answer when we talk about food. Christ is the answer, whether it's creating that food or it's how we eat, it's how we give that food away. And um, it's our, 
good desires are bad desires in regards to food. He has, his authority extends into every facet of life. It's what we consume as entertainment. It's what we create as entertainment. It's how we parent. It's uh, how we are husbands and wives. And in all these cases, whatever you have, you have to first come back to Christ as creator, as the author and finisher of the faith, as the one who has redeemed us. And so there are so many facets that kind of extend out of here. But when we talk about life, life is, is just thick and full and has so many, it's so complex. But in every case, if you start back with Christ, you can trace back not just the answers to your problems. It's not just a negative thing. It is the positive growth. Like the that's where life ahead. comes from. This is how I should live. And, and you know, I, I remember, you know, this is simplistic, but in life we have choices, you know, uh, do I, and careful I say this, but do I work today? And for those of you that work Monday through Friday, you know, you work. Yeah. Okay. But then there's others that, uh, you know, very frankly, I could work seven days a week and often I work six days a week. Mm. Um, and the truth is, and I think I've mentioned this before, I kind of do a Sabbath thing. Anyhow, Saturday night, I slow down right. six and then Sunday night at six, I start. So long story short is some people say you work seven days a week. I don't see it that way because I have that 24 hours. But whether it be work, family, my relationship with my wife, relationship with you, your brother, uh, your lovely wife, two grandkids, uh, nations of coaches, uh, serving in, in this capacity, hopefully encouraging people. Christ is at the core. And every decision I make, every reflection I make, I have to go back and because uh, because time is not ours either. Right. And a mature believer goes, this is not my day. Yeah. You are not my son. Oh, somebody would say, whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> no, no. Clearly the fruit of my loins. And he loves it when I say that. Oh, yeah. Right? Speaking but, of fruit. Yeah. yeah. From the wrong tree. <laughs> okay. Um, bigger bark than bite. Unbelievably dumb. Here we go. PJ has always, my wife and I, Lisa, said, he is not ours. He is a gift from God. Drew, um, without being crazy. He was even more of a surprise a gift of God because there had been eight years between and God, it just didn't seem God was going to give us another. But mm. both of you, Becky Sue is a gift from God to us from the Hortons. And we thank God for the Hortons. Okay. Yeah. All these different people, these are, these are things that have been blessed with, and we are only stewarding them. And to be Christ-like is to steward our time, our family, our responsibilities, whichever, our jobs, people that we come into. And I love that you keep bringing this up and we have to come to grips with this in our community. We are to steward our relationships with every person we come into touch with, mm. no matter their ethnicity, their race. And I hate even using that word because I think we have, we're, we're all believers or yeah. non-believers. That's just it. Right. Yeah. Every person we, we need to steward those. Well, we need mm. to love like Christ and where did Christ, his maturity was, I don't draw lines to the stand. I love others. Yes. And I, I love what you, you're, you're saying there, even as we talk about Christ-likeness, and uh, it kind of goes along with what you said here. Christ submitted himself to God, the mm, Father. To his Father. And so when you talk about uh, the idea of stewarding, someone's like, oh, but I'm not in authority. You are in authority but you are an authority that is submitted to God, the father. And that's where like, that's where Christ likeness comes into stewardship is that we are submitted. It's not my kingdom. 
like when I talk about my family, when I talk about my work, that my, like, it's a very different thing to say, this is my cup of coffee and my wife, right? And sometimes we conflate the two. I hope so. I mean, you just said your wife no, is a yeah. cup of coffee. <laughs> well, when you, when, <laughs> kind of awkward time when I say, you don't want to conflate the two. And you're like, I hope so. Like, you know, like I don't like it. Let's be clear. There's a big difference. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I like got kind of uh, hairy there for a second. Sorry, Becky Sue. Um, nah. But it's what, <laughs> when you talk about that, uh, my, and uh, C.S. Lewis has some great stuff in Screw Tape Letters where we use words and sometimes we start allowing them to creep into each other when they mean very different things. Yes. And so when we say my family, it goes back to exactly what you said, that it's, well, it's, it's my family, but it's not my family, right? Depending on how you use, like, what you're thinking of with my, right? Like, if you're a steward, you can say, this is my pantry, but it's really, it's the master's pantry. And so, even as we sit here and we we walk through this, this maturity is, really comes from, and, and I, when you talk about fruit, this maturity, this fruit, it comes from a right understanding of authority in your life, and submitting yourself to a sovereign God and exercising the authority he has given you. So sovereign God, creator, sustainer, why would we buck up against that? We do, but why <laughs> would we? Um, I'm really looking forward. I'm, I'm pretty sure we got to be, so I'm looking forward to breaking down maturity yeah. into, we. I think we define it as Christ-likeness. Yeah. But now we're in the next segment, we're going to say, okay, we're going to look at some of the character traits. Yes. That, um, and, and we kind of practi- touched. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. Well, well, we kind of touched them, but you're, you're right. Go ahead. Practical. And the practices too. Like what are the, what are the practices that bring fruit? Right. And so, you know, I, man, you, you got to talk about devotions. Yeah. Right. Um, you, you said it was Psalm one. And yeah. we're, we're, we'll jump into that in the next one. Awesome. Thanks, Th- Dad. Thank you, buddy. Love you. Love you. Love you.